Welcome, everybody, to episode 135 of the Dorksman Podcast. I am actually Nate, and um, I'm back. Yes. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm me again. That means Joey, and I'm Clint. And yes, this is the first time. This is like the third time in the year 2022 that we've all three been on on the same episode. So you're in for a treat. So we are actually three different people. It has been confirmed. Right, it has but been you still confirmed. have not seen me and Batman on the same podcast together. So that is still a possibility that I may actually indeed be the Batman. The Batman, not the just Batman. any Batman. Yeah, we got to clarify Batman. now. Yeah, we got to yeah, we got to figure out which yeah how to which, how to version? distinguish among yeah. I don't like Batinson. I don't like that as the name. I like Batinson. the Batman. That's the that's Batman. just what that's I'm going to call him. Yeah. Anyways. Batman. With that wonderful tangent, <laughs> we are joined by a very special guest uh, this week. No, it's not me. It, it, I, I am, I'm a permanent fixture. Here, <laughs> you're you're I, just a regular guest, I'm not a special just guest. A regular, yeah, I'm not special at all. Regular but I will, let, <laughs> I will let him introduce himself. All right. My name is Jason, and uh, a lot of people know me as the person behind Barely Available, um, often referred to as Mr. Barely. Um so I'm um, yeah happy to join you guys, a listener, and uh, you know Clint reached out and asked me if I wanted to be uh, be a part of today, and and uh, yeah, really excited to be here. Well, we we have first of all to say a, th- a very belated thank you for your awesome prize for our dorky mm-hmm. hundo contest. Oh sure, definitely, yeah, yeah that, that was awesome. That sure. was very very appreciated, very and I I, th- yeah. I believe Ferd ended up with it and was happy with it if I remember yeah. right. So, okay. um, very cool, very cool. Thank you for doing that. At least we could yeah. have you on the show then, but we wanted oh, to be yeah. on the. We want you on the show. We we I enjoy conversing with little plug. Uh, Jason does Twitch streaming every Thursday night, and we enjoy that. So if you ever want to see him in action, make sure to check out Thursday night streams. Barely available, but more on the plug later. But I believe we have some housekeeping. Nate's going to finish up for us. Awesome. If I remember, um, yeah, it's been a while. So... Uh, w- w- we got you. Yeah. Bingo Clark sure. CTS Media done. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, the underscore Dorksman. Uh, you can always also find us on Cross Streams Media at CTS Media on Twitter. That's crossstreamsmedia.com. Uh, that's where our podcast is hosted. Um, you can play bingo, dorksmanbingo.com. Um, as always, shout out to Andrew, Andrew Newbeardland of the Brothers Newland and the Torby Wine Podcast. Um, fuck you and your avalanche. They, they got by <laughs> the Canucks the other night. So. Um, but yes, we still love you. Thank you for building that uh, wonderful bingo card for I us. I like that he says that to the guy that doesn't live in Colorado, but hey, whatever. <laughs> hey, do you know what a hockey is, Clint? <laughs> a hockey, just one? <laughs> do, you <know> <laughs> hockey is. do you know what a hockey is? Hey, I, I've, I've seen the Avalanche play multiple times, thank you. That's true, you have. Yeah. All right, well, fuck you too then, Clint. <laughs> <laughs> I feel better. Um, also, of course, Larry from the STS guys uh, for building us an amazing redirect. Um the SDS guys are going on like episode like 600 now. So if you missed out on their, their <laughs> they're catching up with the Simpsons. Yeah. They're trying. Um, make sure to check it. it was episode 200, I think recently for them, it really uh, was, which yeah. was a huge milestone. So make sure to give them some love. And uh, I think the replays on YouTube as well. So you make sure to check them out. Mm-hmm. Um, you can always email us at dorksman at gmail.com. I've been saying, I'm going to update that robot email for like at least six months now. So maybe we'll, we'll make it a, an even seven. Even seven months. Yeah, keep holding out. I will. Don't give in. Don't keep going. Stay strong. Stay strong. Um, but yes, um, as usual, we love ask the dorksman questions. So please keep your questions coming. Uh, we've got a couple this week. Our first question comes from our good friend Mandy, aka Simshu, on Twitter. 
Um, her question is, which body of water do you prefer to swim in? The ocean, a pool, a lake? Uh, for her, it's the pool uh, because she knows what she's stepping on. Well, that's a very good point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like to swim. I am not a... Do you know how to swim? Well, I, I do. I, I know well enough to save my life if I am, you know, conscious, if I get, you know, capsized you know, in a boat or something like that. But I'm, I'm not much of a get-in-the-water type of type of person the only the only time i enjoy it is i guess probably out at the lake like a uh, jet skiing type of thing mm. i'm not much on the beach so the ocean's kind of out um pools are okay but i had a bad experience at a at a pool one time with a you know that wasn't a twix bar floating around oh. you know type of thing so so those are kind of out do water parks count now? <laughs> do water parks count as a as a, as a body of water? yeah sure it's like a pool i guess yeah, so we'll go with water park. That's my favorite body of water. is a is a good old water park. Well, see, my my guess, my answer is originally going to be bathtub. Um, <laughs> a good soak. I, You're an old man now, but that, I that's am. Me too. And I'm, like, ah, I'm, not a, I'm not a big swimmer. I, I first of all, I, Joey, I understand why you're not a swimmer. I mean, every pool you stand up in, and you're still not completely covered. So right, it's no fun. Right, I get that. But uh, the shorter guys don't have that experience. But um, I, you know, I, I'm just not a big swimmer. Uh, I love that other people are. So uh, my original answer is just bathtub. I'm okay just hanging out. Um, like I can see everything, no problem. But my daughter does love to swim, and um, right now she's been in big in the pool, uh, and the pool is you know the safest, I guess you could say, in the sense of somebody who really can't swim. <laughs> so uh, I'll go pool for this answer for that reason to give a, a good one. But um, I'm interested what the other guys have to say. How about you, Jason? What do you got? I would say uh, the pool because you know I can see. The yep. bottom, mm. uh, the Good pool point. we have here where I live is I can touch almost everywhere. It's not super deep. Right. And I blame it on this jackass of an individual who there was a shark scare on the beach when I was a kid. And oh, I was like six years old. And this right. full grown adult decided to shove me down into oh, the water so they what? could run out of the ocean. Oh, and ever man. since then, I'm like, sharks? No, no. Right. Shark, water, ocean. I can't see it. Mm-mm, forget it. Right. And uh, yeah, so uh, whoever you are, wherever you are, I hope you got yours. <laughs> I hope you got bitten. <laughs> I hope you got sh- eaten by a shark. Yeah. Not eaten. No, no, no. You don't want to get eaten. You just want to get bitten. Yeah, just, right. just, I don't want to be responsible for his death. I just want him to get Well, no, death's little, just too good for him. Nip. You just yeah. want him to have a little pain for that karma <laughs> remembrance of it. Maybe the shark had its way with him. Oh, yeah, there you go. Like the South Park episodes. Yeah. But either way, wow, who does that? Yeah. Yeah, know. seriously. Yeah, so pull, yeah. pull for me, no ocean. Yeah, Fair no, enough. that makes sense. Um, yeah, to swim in for sure for me it would be it would just have to be a pool just because I know you can kind of know your limit and not get too far into it if you aren't comfortable in the water. I grew up swimming a lot, so sure. you know I'm pretty comfortable. Know my way around the pool. Um, in general, my favorite body of water has to be the ocean, obviously, because I live really close to <laughs> the ocean. So. You know the beach is nice some days when it's like when there's no one out there and stuff. But I would definitely not swim in there purely right. because of um, I don't want to get pulled away and eaten well, by a shark or the thing about have the, to drown the a child right. to get away. Right. Right? <laughs> well, the other thing about the ocean is it's salty. Like you can't. Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah like yeah, just just yeah. the taste of my mouth and even just you know I don't risk risk opening my eyes. Just does not sound appealing at all. So the ocean would be like my bottom. Right. For sure. Even though I'm with you, the beach is nice. It's fun to see. It's fun to, you know, walk through. But otherwise, yeah, I'm out. Yeah. 
There we go. Yeah. I'm close to the beach, and I love to walk on the beach. Right. Sand. Yeah. Be there for the breeze. But uh, I'll stay out of the water. Just thank you very much. Yeah. Cannot argue that. But again, the ocean itself is nice. I agree that with that. shark and its new boyfriend might be looking for you still. <laughs> there you go. Right? Amazing. Oh, <laughs> also, Amazing. fuck that guy. I, I, yeah, I, fuck <laughs> that guy. If I ever find that guy, I'll punch him in the face yeah. for you. I, I appreciate it. Throw that gauntlet on behind you and just sock him. <laughs> just drown him in a bathtub somewhere. Just there you go. Really sock <laughs> with the really, toy really shark coming at him. him. <laughs> Shove the toy shark in his mouth. That's right. Let's move on. All right. And our next question comes from Larry, our good friend, Larry. Um, oh, we're sorry. I'm going to lie. Um, Mandy did answer. She's at the pool. Oh, you asked. Yeah, I already, already said that. Sorry. Yep. Why don't sorry. you pay attention, Clint? I, I do. I, I'm like behind it, eh, man. It's, Clint it's shaved cool. off some I of those brain so cells. Yeah, that's the thing. I got, like, I got in a lobot- lobotomy at the same time. It was really convenient. It's cruel. It's okay. Yeah, we know you're having a you're having a bit of a week this week. I'm so, having a week, you know, but it's all right. You know, it's okay. Yeah. It's all okay. right. Here we go on. Yeah. Uh, so our question is from next question is from Larry. Uh, he asks if you had to choose one Sesame Street character to be your roommate for a year, who would you pick? <sighs> yeah. It, I don't know. Um, I wouldn't wouldn't pick Big Bird because I can already get the stuff off the top shelf for myself. So don't need him. Hmm. Oscar, I think, would be a little too messy to live with. <laughs> um, Cookie Monster would make a great like snack partner for stuff, but again, like I think he would probably be messy. Crumbs all over the place. I... <laughs> Elmo. I think I'm gonna go with Elmo. Any particular oh. reason, or just not because he's those other guys? Yeah, because he hates Rocco, and yeah, well, that's yeah, that's... fuck Rocco. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Okay. Um, I don't know. You just, it, I mean, what do you want me to do? It's a Sesame Street character. Like, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I just, I, I just want to know your rationale. I didn't expect much else. I just want to know if there's any. You didn't expect specific... much from me? I understand. I didn't I say understand. much. I, get I said it. much. I get else. it. No, I get it. Anyway, so I, anyway, I'm going to just go because I'm sick of listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> See, I knew um, it. I knew it. So originally, my answer was Bert because Bert would be, you know, keeps to himself, is very tidy, uh, tolerates a whole hell of a lot with Ernie. Um, but then I kind of thought, you know, the dude would be totally boring and I don't think I'd want him around and, you know, going back to my daughter, if she wanted to hang out and he'd be all, no, I'm busy talking to pigeons, which, you know, if you think about it, it's kind of weird. So I, I, I kind of pushed him out and I actually brought Ernie in because Ernie, I think always means well, he always has a good attitude. He always wants to help out and yeah, they'd probably get into a little trouble together, but, um, you know, when Ernie's on screen or whatever, he's, it's hard for me to be upset. So Ernie is my answer. How about you, Jason? Uh, so somebody immediately came to mind, but I was like, oh, no, they're a Muppet. They're not on Sesame Street. <laughs> I had the same thing happen to me, Jason. <laughs> but, but so I, I I went hard and found, actually, they did appear on Sesame Street in the, <laughs> in the pitch reels to get the show going. So I think it qualifies. I'm not arguing. I picked Rolf, the dog who plays piano. Because mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. a musician myself, and I think we could just jam and have mm-hmm. people over and have you know, good times all around. And uh, I think I would love to have Rolf. And who doesn't, you know, man's best friend, dog, you know? Oh, like, no, no, great, great answer. All around, it's just a good fit, right? So. Jason with the deep cut slash cheating. Yes. Oh, wait, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. He just, he, it's deep cut. He didn't cheat. 
I, mean, I, I, I said I slash cheating. It. I worked the system. I found the angle. He he found the loophole. There you go. Now, Jason, wait a minute. You said you're a musician yourself. What do you play? Uh, a variety of things. By the time I left high school, I had played, learned, started playing saxophone, learned clarinet, bass clarinet, flute, a French horn, march really? percussion, uh, uh-huh. and the winter drums. Uh, then I picked up guitar and played in bands and actually toured for a little bit, uh, played jazz saxophone up into college. So now I just oh. kind of just dink around playing music, sitting out with the neighbors and playing, doing different things. I'll bring my recorder over and we can jam together. Yes, please. You can, you can take the lead. You, you lead, you lead Play it. some hot cross buns. There I got go. my kazoo. He's got his triangle. We'll be ready to go. Yeah. Somebody get a washboard for a real? A jug. Yes. Get some spoons. You got some you spoons go. for me? I'll play some spoons. <laughs> Never interrupt me during a hoedown. <laughs> Very nice. Amazing. Um, yeah. I would pick Oscar because he has a garbage can that he lives in. And then he would just stay in his garbage can. And I'd stay out of his way. He'd stay out of my way. And it'd be perfectly fine. And yeah. I give him the rent. What, how much yeah. of the rent does he pay? Oh, he doesn't need to pay anything. He's well, paying, uh, well, I, I don't know if you can get him out though, because he's 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 come on record and said that his trash can is rent control. That's just his home. Yeah. 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 Right, there <laughs> you go. yeah. So that's fine. He can he can stay in that trash can. I can just give him my trash. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's a symbiotic relationship if I've ever heard one. It's true. It's true. And he would, yeah, it'd be fine. It might smell a little bit because you know having a large garbage can, <laughs> a fifty-year-old um, trash can, yeah, unless. sitting around is fine. I'll just. Put him in the basement or something. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, awesome. Thank, great question. Uh, I, I don't know if it was Larry. It was one of the STS guys. I'm assuming it was Larry, but uh, yeah, that was a good question. I mean, it wasn't a question of when are we going to fight, so it was definitely uh, had to have been Larry that asked this one. That, that's right, because the rest of us are ready for our Anchorman-style fight. That's true, which still hasn't happened yet. <laughs> no. Maybe maybe by our episode 200, we'll have it. Well, San, we'll San Diego Comic Con. Jason, we'll let we'll you sell tickets or uh, there you go. show yeah. up like WWE style and just rush in and help somebody out. And you know, why yeah. Jason here? Oh my God. My I'll, I'll, ready. I'll have a group of, uh, of, of toy artists that just jump in as like a third, a third group. See, that's the, that, I, I don't know if I like that idea because I know where Reese would go and I would get my ass kicked and I don't need that. <laughs> or maybe it's exactly what you need. Well, <laughs> fair. <clears throat> but the, Pr- Priscilla would be like that little quiet one that doesn't do anything until the very end, and then it's awesome. So yeah, I don't know how I feel about that, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. But don't worry, it'll be entertaining when it happens. San Diego yeah. might be the time. Would Priscilla be the one with the trident? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. She, she just <laughs> shows up with a holding trident. a grenade, hucking around. Yeah. <laughs> no, just again, a live like, grenade in each hand. Yeah. She'd be like that Simpsons character where they have that that fight, that mob fight outside the yeah. house, and she'd just be the little one that doesn't move, doesn't say anything, and then when they finally do. Is that yeah. flying kick across the across That's the right. wall? Oh, I missed it. Yeah, yeah. that amazing. <laughs> uh, but yes, thank you for the Asadorksman questions this week. Please feel free to continue to use the hashtag Asadorksman um, and toss any questions. As you can see, we'll answer just about anything. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, you can interact with us on Twitter as well, and we love that. So yeah, please continue to do that. Um, and on to today's actual topic. Um, so our topic today is Masters of the Universe, or Motu, as uh, people have known to call it. Because um, we're lazy, we can't say Because, yeah, I, I can't spell words. and can't remember four words. <laughs> well, that's a lot of syllables, though. Yeah, you know, who doesn't love an acronym? 
That's right. That's right. It's, it's the business end of us all did that. You know, we had to go to Motu ASAP because that's how it works. <laughs> Um, um, but yeah, so we're just uh, we're just gonna be chatting about Masters Universe. It's a big fandom. There's honestly, there's just so much to kind of go through from the beginning of how we mm-hmm. all got started into it, all the way up into uh, these days. There's still like tons and tons of different toy lines on the shelves, new shows coming out, yeah, uh, new movie coming out probably. Apparently, <laughs> like who knows what's happening? Um, right. But there's just so much. Um, so yeah, let's just let's just start from the beginning. So for me. I grew up on on He-Man, Masters of the Universe cartoons, and I grew up with the toys. I wish I still had them. Obviously, do not after many, many years of, of moving and donating old toys and my yeah. parents just randomly donating stuff that I don't play with anymore. Um, I still love my parents, but I hate them for that. Um, <laughs> but... You know, so it's just, yeah, like, that's where I got my start. I just, after school, cartoons are on, just could not get enough of it mm-hmm. and i feel oh, like yeah. you, a lot of you guys are this kind of the same way yeah it's the same like all those you know like gi joe and um transformers and the original ninja turtles like it was a thing where i you know that kind of memory blurs for me as to, i don't <laughs> know if it was the toys that got me into the cartoon or the cartoon that got me into the toys i know one came before the other in all those situations but for me personally i can't remember which you know right uh, brought on the other as far as a passion for me um but yeah, I, big fan of the cartoon growing up. Big fan of the the toy line growing up. Had a bunch of the um, action figures growing up. Um, so yeah, that's definitely what got me in. But you know, I'm old like the rest of y'all. So <laughs> now, Jason, obviously, if you guys, well, first of all, you should be following. If you're not, know that he has um, Bearlator, which is barely in Skeletor. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what he calls Beast Man. What do you call Beast Man? Beast Bear. Just Beast Bear. Thank you. Yeah. I know, I knew I was going to screw it up. That's why I'm glad I asked. But uh, I know he has those two. You know, he's done some prints. He's got it. Obviously, he's a Motu fan. So I'm sure I'm going to let you go last on that one because I'm curious about this question. But okay. uh, I'm kind of the same way. Had the, I think I had the toys. I don't remember really liking the show growing up. I remember it mm. existed. I remember watching it, but I don't remember like you know. Oh, it's you know I don't know three o'clock on Tuesday afternoon. I have to go watch Motu or whatever it was. But. Um, you know, I, I of course, then of course, there was the movie with Dolph, uh, with Dolph that came out, mm-hmm. and um, but the toys were always what got me into it. So I, I'm the same boat you are. They've long gone. I regret it because there were some some gems in there that I, not that I'm worried about the value of them now, but it just would be really fun to have just for the nostalgia point of view. But Jason, I'm curious, what do you still have of your old school Motu stuff? So I don't have any of my old oh, stuff because bummer. yeah, so. Um, just the vibe of it all. There was this whole, you know, uh, satanic panic of the eighties, mm. a lot of news mm. reports and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And I remember coming home one day from school and all my human stuff was gone. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh and man. My mom was not so much like against it. It's just that that vibe made her feel like there's other things you could do, you know, yeah. there's be- stuff. And so it was just all gone and they, they got me, more GI Joes and things like that to replace it. But I'm like, well, now that I think about it, I'm like fantasy world, barbarian warriors, or more true to life, military uh, right. guns, bombs. Uh, <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> One seemed a little more harmful to me <laughs> than the other, but right. um, you know, so I don't have any of my original stuff, but, um, but uh, I have very fond memories of it. You know, I remember 
turning the TV on and it would just be on in the background and I'd be down the hall. And when you heard that little filmation, bing, you know, mm-hmm. that, that sound, mm-hmm. I just come running. That was the key. Cause I mean, I wasn't watching the clock, you know, uh, sure. and, and stuff. And, and that was my indicator. And, and then I, I got into, you know, watching Shira as well, because to me, it's all the same world. And, yeah. um, you know, to me, there was not, uh, not a, you know, boys and girls division. It was just like all just cool stuff. And um, uh, yeah, so that was very, very fond childhood memories of that. So you could still, you could still watch it. You just couldn't have the toys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was a, uh, yeah, which I mean. I'm not judging. Right? I'm just clarifying. Well, yeah. Um, interesting. Yeah. And it wasn't until, you know, pretty, pretty later, like I'd had the toys for like a long time. Mm-hmm um or at least what felt like a long time to a kid you know <laughs> right um so played with a ton of them um you know had castle gray skull and and oh. just all these figures and one of my favorite was a, uh, and i can't even remember the name's blanking me it was that it was green and it had like a dragon's head and it was a walker and the head moved to the end and then the legs spun around to the front and the head would keep moving and it would actually like walk across the living room mm-hmm. and, you know he man would sit in it or you put anybody in it but whatever right. uh you know, just all these great, you know, toys and Battle Cat and, you know, Panther and all the different, you know, beasts for them to ride. And, um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I think about those sometimes. And, you know, I, they wouldn't be worth anything for me to sell because they were so beat up. They were enjoyed. Yeah. You just, yeah. You I, played yeah. with them and you, you know, enjoyed them. Yeah. yeah. But just, uh, having kids now myself mm. it would be great to, um, to, 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 ha- to have those to play with with them. Um, but that's why when the, uh, well, the, uh, oh, you all know Funko, when they did those primal age figures where it was like, oh yeah, see characters as He-Man stuff, mm-hmm. me and my boys scooped them, every one of them up we could find in the stores to play with. And it made me feel very He-Man nostalgic. And mm-hmm. for them, it was just cool, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, fighting, uh, you know, heroes and villains and all that stuff. So. Do you, have you gotten any of the new toys that have come out? So new like the revelations toys or the oh, the version, origins yeah. like the new more, more like more like yeah the or the original the, the retro original yeah, yeah whatever so they're called i knew myself well enough to know that if they were going to start it they were going to go hard and mm-hmm. they were going to remake everything and i wanted to stay married <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm just kidding. that's that's the uh, way to go yeah you chose right i don't think you cho- yeah you, you didn't choose decision. wrong yeah. yeah but i knew they were just gonna go all yeah. out with those yeah. they're they're fun to see i have picked up a couple sure you know like skeletor he-man just skeletor, some yeah. og yeah. you know stuff um but uh i did not go in on those because i knew if i opened that gate i would just run unabashedly through it but yeah. uh but that hasn't stopped me from buying all the Revelations figures, which might be just as bad. Uh, those caught my my fancy uh, because they're so articulated. I don't know if you've seen any of. There was a company that had done some uh, stop motion animation with the new figures because you know the old really? figures, the five the five point five act figures, they had like you know five points of articulation, and you know, but these have like thirty points of articulation, and so mm-hmm. they did some like breakdancing videos like dance battles between like mm. he-man and skeletor and like they're like popping and locking <laughs> and doing awesome. all this stuff and it's every bit is well some people might shoot me for this but every bit as good as like the leica movies you know like uh paranorman and mm. and uh, you know all that stop motion stuff it's 
this amazing detail uh, oh because God, the figures, the figures have so many points of articulation that right. you never got with the other, the other uh, toys when we were kids. So I uh, picked up a couple of those, and now I've got almost all of them in there. I think they're in the third wave of figures now. So I guess I didn't save myself any trouble, other than I would have all of both sets rather than just the Revelation ones. I I think yeah. I, I, I but I, first of all, smart because my my mind wouldn't have been all hey. They're gonna keep going on this. Like, I don't know. Let's get yeah. them and see what happens. Like, good call. Good call. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's nice that the, the the new ones that are coming back at least are similar to the originals. Because mm-hmm. I always like those more than GI Joes myself, just because of how they worked. And yeah, they're not the you know I'm not talking about the articulation of yeah, them, yeah. but um, just the cool. So uh, I do remember my very first one was Battle Damage Skeletor. Mm. I uh, I enjoyed playing with that guy quite a bit and. Him getting slashed across the chest. And yes, yeah. I, uh, that was oh, yeah. that was some of the coolest stuff. The battle damage he man's the one that is the most vivid memory for me as far as owning, uh, and I just thought that was so cool as a kid. But you know, you're just used to these just action figures that, you know, they articulate and stuff like that. But you know, to have one that, you know, it's it's kind of like the whole Transformers thing. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's why it was so neat, and I think it sold so well is because you know you were able to do something with it besides just pose it so to speak so yeah mm-hmm. that's that's the one that kind of sticks out so it's funny you mentioned that one uh the skeletor one mm-hmm. oh yeah well I, I i know these guys jason this might be a new story to you but everyone listeners and i think these two have heard it one or once um i had a whole bunch of he-men but one time i convinced my mom into buying a barbie hot tub okay i didn't have a sister or anything but i was like <laughs> i want the barbie hot tub. because i needed a place for my he-men to relax at the end of the day after fighting each other so they all sat in the and then and the and I remember it was it was bright pink, you know, He Man Skeletor sitting there and whatever had a little pump to make the bubbles and I love that toy <laughs> to this day that how much I love that and it's just so funny because uh, then they had that commercial for a Rocket Mortgage where He Man sitting in the hot tub I'm like yeah. it's the wrong shade it needs to be pink that blew me away <laughs> for me but yes I. Uh, I, I fought them so hard that they needed to break. I, 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 I never was able to keep on that, my hands on the weapons. I think I lost all of them instantly. Who knows where they ended up going. But, um, you know, it was fun to just see them go. And I, I, oh, they were so many cool ones. Um, well, who's the guy who spins around in a circle? Um, who has like, Cyclone? Yeah, Cyclone. The blue, he's blue. He's yeah. blue and has like the has the radar on his chest. Yeah. I always loved him and yeah. um, the mosquito guy who, you know, he pressed his button on his back and the blood would come dripping down his chest. And, yeah. yeah. The toys were always so cool. I always thought. Oh yeah, they were really, really awesome, and I think that's, you know, what captured attention for you know people, grown adults sitting there thinking, thinking about them still. You know, mm-hmm. you know, because it was just vivid, and you know, so much of it was like on the nose, right? The mosquito guy was a mosquito. Yeah, yeah. Right, know, like right. everything, every name was just like, you know, even Skeletor, right? It's like mm-hmm. Skeletor. Skeletor. Yeah. <laughs> And so it's, it just, but it was easy to digest for kids, right? Yeah. And remember the names and the colors, bright colors. And, you know, even that, like that cyclone guy, he's blue and like bright yellow and red yeah. and super vivid. And you couldn't miss him. Yeah. They, they knew what they were doing. Yeah. You know? So speaking of that, and then what Clint had mentioned about the movie earlier. So I want to kind of diverge for a second and talk sure. about the Dolph Lundgren He Man movie <laughs> for a second. Do we have to? Yep. Um, (laughs) so I have two early childhood memories of like the first movies I saw in theaters. Mm -hmm. Uh, one of them was Fantasia. I think I've, Mm -hmm. I've I've mentioned this before and I'm not sure if it's the 85 or the 90 re-release. 
Um, and He-Man's right in the middle of that because it was like 87 or something like that. And so I remember being a fan of the toys and being a fan of the cartoon, which is definitely, you know, one thing, you know, very, like you said, very bright and colorful and, you know, it is action, but it's fantasy. So it's not really like you're like getting scared of it, even as a little kid type thing, because it's a cartoon still. Right. Um, and then going to see that movie um, and just like, it's, it's totally different. Like <laughs> as far as the way it's presented and stuff. And then going out of the theater afterwards, they actually had some, some actors there dressed up as some of the characters, um, he man and a couple of the other ones. And I was already freaked out by the movie and got extra freaked out with the characters in the lobby dressed up. And I don't know if my mom was able to get me back to a movie theater for like another <laughs> several years after wow. that experience. And I like to say it's because of how bad the movie was, not because I was scared of the people in cosplay out in the lobby. But it's it's just bad. You know, we've unfortunately had a long history of... Um, cartoon adaptations that have just it's kind of like kind of like video game adaptations they just right they kind of miss the mark you know because you're trying mm-hmm. to hit something that was you know over long term whether it's a video game or long term with the tv show you're trying to cram all that sentiment all those feelings of excitement and joy and terror and all that kind of stuff into just one little hour and a half or two hour movie and it just hardly ever works out I mean you did pick Dolph Lundgren to be He-Man because of his you know physique but his his acting was not you know up to par with it because it's not the character you know what I'm saying like Prince Adam and He-Man is not Dolph Lundgren to me yeah and I just I just don't think it worked out I don't know if anybody's a fan of it on here but I definitely was not well, you know, for me, and this is this is bad for what we're talking about. This and the Mario movie are like two movies I'm pretty sure I've just blocked out of my memory. Yes, Mario movie. Mm-hmm. It's exactly the comparison I was thinking of. How yeah, because it it's like you know, like I don't, I, I know, I know they're both bad. I, I, I kind of want to see them just to say I saw them again, but I also don't want them to ruin anything. <laughs> so I haven't gone back. But that it's kind of you know, same era, same everything, and. Uh, I don't know if the executives were like, let's just make something crap and sell it to kids because kids are stupid. Because that's how I feel like a lot of them felt. But yeah, it, a good point. Like he, <laughs> the guy who plays the main Russian villain in Rocky Four, and now you want her to be He Man. It's like it's not going to work. Yeah. And then you've got uh, what's his name? Uh, Dennis. Um, is it Dennis? I'm trying to think of the guy's name that played Skeletor in the movie. I'm going to Frank Angelo. Yeah, there we go. I don't know why I was going with Dennis, but yeah. And and it's like, how is that Skeletor? Like that's. Right? Yeah, I, I don't know. The casting was all over the place. I, I really think it was like people that had not even seen the show or yeah. had kids with the toys that just were in charge of making all these decisions, and they did not turn out well at all. It's weird yeah. because like, um, I it just there were nothing like there were nothing like the toy. There were nothing like the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Like I get it. Like. Uh, you know, the visual effects and uh, the costuming and everything that we see nowadays in movies is, you know, way more advanced. Sure, we can, sure. you know, we, that's not even an argument. But the fact that, like, you had um, the idea, like, even just the idea of, of what Masters of the Universe and what He-Man was, when that movie came out, it was nothing like that. It was not a timid Prince Adam that became a hero. It was this guy fighting futuristic looking monsters that mm-hmm. had nothing to do with what as, as a child yeah. I was, I was into. 
and I felt yeah. like um, it's weird because like when we, I get it now, like a lot of times we'll have like uh, let's say the the Ninja Turtles movies, like the Michael Bay ones. Um, they're loosely based on, in my eyes, anyways, they're loosely based on kind of his retelling of how he felt like the turtles were supposed to look like. He felt those mm-hmm. turtles were supposed to behave. But at the time when the Motu movie came out, there hasn't been that age gap where it was like an adult played with those toys to the point where it was like, I'm going to retell what He-Man is. It's like there's still kids here living that He-Man toy thing and you're just going to do something that doesn't make any sense at all. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I've, I've watched it before. I haven't watched it recently. I do kind of feel like the same way with Clint where... I want to watch it again just to say I did and just to be like, okay, was this as actually as bad as I thought it was? And I'm pretty sure it's going to be. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm, I, I'm just looking at the stills on IMDb. It's right. bad. Yeah. <laughs> just those themselves are bad. Yeah. Costumes feel- are bad. It's horrible. So I'm sorry, Jason, go on. No, I was going to say, I feel like nine-year-old me saw it and was like, this movie's cool. You know, it's it was something captured my attention, um, you know, but it was, but I still remember feeling like, well, that's like, not really anything that He-Man was to me, but I still felt like it was cool. You know, like mm. that makes sense. Like I didn't, it wasn't like the He-Man I knew, you know, not my He-Man, sure. but, uh, <laughs> but, but I was like, Oh, it's still cool. You know, going to the movies, probably part of it was going to the movies and right. stuff on the big screen. But I, you know, thinking about it again, as I got older and like, uh, realizing it just wasn't very good. And, you know, it came out, I think, the same year as RoboCop. And it's got, mm. like, they tried to, like, encompass that same kind of vibe that, you know, weird future. I mean, RoboCop was futuristic. I mean, E-Man wasn't supposed to be. It was supposed to be, like, they came to the current Earth, you know, or whatever. But Terminator, just, as well, was around the same time, wasn't it? Terminator was 84. It was a little earlier than that. 84? Yeah. yeah. It was, yes, yeah, so this is 87. Um, you know, just... It was weird. It's like they were trying to take a kid's thing, make it maybe draw parents in because they would have to go to the movie to take them and just too much, too much stuff in that brown bag. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it tried to be too much of an 80s action movie instead of a homage Mm -hmm. to the to the cartoon that, you know, kids were into. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure if it would have been successful, they'd have had you know multiple sequels, as you know most of those '80s movies did. But it just just didn't do well. And I know there's a story behind the whole movie because I've seen a documentary on it before, and it's not like it, it was just like doomed from the start, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. But you know, decisions that the movie studio was making and the producers and all that kind of stuff. But well, in the '80s, were a hell of a generation. I mean, if you think about it, a lot of those movies are shot that way. They're all dark and kind of you know grainy, yeah. and 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 like, and I wouldn't be shocked if it was even thrown together, to be honest. Because just looking through, you know, the characters, like there's no Orko. They're like, well, we're just gonna throw this guy in there instead. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't even deal with the flying. Yeah. Which was it? Billy Barty played that. Um... It's Gwil- Gwildor it or something like that. Yeah, Gwildor. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, exactly. I do remember as a kid, like, wanting Orko, you know? Yeah. And this other guy. And, yeah, it, it was. And Beastman's just a mess. dude. <laughs> He's called <laughs> Beastman. I mean, it's like, all right, I guess. But, um, yeah. yeah. But, it, it, so, I and I I didn't see it when I was looking just now. But there's a rumor that they're making another live action is that true, or is that what you've heard? Anybody? I've heard the same rumor. Yeah, That's what yeah. I've heard. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's been going around for a while. Um, actually, I think I saw something recently that they signed on somebody as 
the new live action He Man. That'd be cool. Remember. I mean, I, and the nice thing is, I mean, we're talking eighty-seven. By the time this movie comes out, it'll almost be not to age ourselves, but it'll almost be forty years. Um, so hopefully, they've uh, they've learned some lessons, and not only in special effects, but also in story. Oh yeah, definitely. Special effects can be better because I'm seeing something kind of like uh, Steve Rogers into Captain America in the first, <laughs> you know, the first Avenger movie, where you know yeah. he's like. CGI this uh, you know little scrawny wimpy right. kind of character and then you know they're you know buff you know Chris Evans type of thing so I'm, I'm hoping they can play something similar like that between the two and obviously the CGI and the the other visual effects are there to, to make it better again just and see look I'll, I'll take it back that would even matter like that's not what I remember about the movie and being disappointed in it is the sure. CGI stuff because again you talk about it's 87 I mean what do you know right uh, back then especially as a kid it's it's the story and the characters mm-hmm. and that's that's what as a kid you go there for and that wasn't there that's well, why it was yeah. horrible so real quick with the prince adam thing i'm actually wouldn't mind if they were two different people playing on myself because i'm just thinking about you know the, the 80s cartoon <laughs> prince adam mm-hmm. looked exactly like he-man you know it's like the glasses on superman thing <laughs> it wasn't really a whole lot of change like he took oh who's that guy we got a new yeah. guest oh wait it's jason yeah if tila ever saw <laughs> he-man without a shirt on she'd be able yeah. to wait or uh prince adam without a shirt on she'd be wait a minute kind I of recognize thing, those you know? pecs yeah exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not, you know, that, that's kind of silly. So I actually wouldn't mind it if they did do two different, kind of like they've done. Uh, and I, I'm sorry, I have very little mo to. I don't remember the cartoon much at all, to be honest, the '80s. But I did watch Revelations, and you know, Prince Adam and He Man did not look the same. They had yeah. kind of the same haircut, but that was about it. They even sounded different. Mm-hmm. So I, not that anybody cares, but I think. But that's my thought on it: is we don't oh. even need to do that CGI. The storytelling is what's going to win it over. Jason, please go Well, ahead. no, I, I appreciated that about the Revelation one, how there was, like, this difference. Like, it didn't feel like that, yeah, take the glasses off, you know, Superman Clark Kent thing. Mm-hmm. It felt, like, different. And same with, you know, the the new uh, CG one that's on um, Netflix the, for kids. It's He's a skinny, scrawny little kid, and then he's, you know, by the power, you know, he right. buffs out and is, like, even the, the all the kids are shocked in the show, like, that's how he got his he-man name they're like you were this like he-man right. you know corny you even tried is, to change it they're like no we're sticking no no, no we're, yeah exactly <laughs> you know and so it's yeah. it'd be it it made sense whereas like in the old school cartoon it's like come on how did nobody well know? <laughs> I, I mean remember that's a, good as a point. kid thinking about that because and, when i was watching revelations for the first time i was like wait why is tila so upset do you mean she didn't know the whole time that they were the same person <laughs> she wasn't in on this how could she not know and then you know i'm going based off of you know old memories but you know it's mm-hmm. just like you said it's it it is i guess different in revelations as far as the way they make them look definitely like they're not the same person yeah. uh, which is an interesting take on it but we keep mentioning revelations so i think maybe we should spend a few minutes just kind yeah. of giving our opinions on that particular before we do that i want to just do a disclaimer i i do not remember the 80s cartoon like i'm trying to and in my mm. eye the, my my head the only thing that happened like I, the way i picture it is it's one of those 80s cartoons where nothing new happens by the end like it's a one episode one villain thing they defeat the villain however way and that's it I'm not sure if that's how it was, but that's how it's coming across in my head. I've also heard if you watch it now, it, it has not aged well. Just saying, I have not seen it. A lot like, of those cartoons have not aged. They, well. Yeah, they don't age well at Absolutely. all. Absolutely. Yeah. I think. Um, sorry. Yeah. I think Jason touched on that point too. It's like when you're a kid and you see those characters, it's like he's literally 
literally a cyclone or you know, yeah. he's literally a mosquito and like as an adult you're like man this is so basic like you know like they could have <laughs> done something better with this but as a kid you're like oh man i totally right. recognize that and um yeah and i think like that's why it's a different you got to watch it through a different lens i think as yeah. an adult mm. yeah yeah but to be to that point now kids with what kids have now they're so sp- spoiled in they that are. There's this great storytelling, or sure. better yeah. storytelling, better yeah. quality. So trying to have my six and ten year old watch the old school He Man with me, saying this is one of my favorite cartoons, they're like, this is so lame. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, they don't like it. They do dig Thundercats for whatever reason, but um, well, that's because they don't have a new Thundercats, right? They do they do? Yeah. Do they? There was so, one that came out a few years ago. Okay. Oh. Yeah, but they um they they have a hard time trying to watch the new uh, He Man, the old He Man, with me, and I'm like, oh, you're right, it isn't that good. So, Jason, <laughs> so but it, so you watched it, okay? You said it's not that good. I'm curious though, is that am I right in thinking that it's like always a one episode arc where nothing really changes and there's no continuations, or am I wrong about that? There are continuations in some regards and some two parters, but I think the quantity of episodes, I just went. A, it's all on Hulu, and there's okay. like two seasons, but there's like two hundred something episodes. Like that's crazy. It's like an anime. <laughs> yeah. it's just so much. Exactly. One season of twelve hundred episodes. Yeah, somebody somebody's gonna kill me in the comments or whatever for not getting the number exactly right. But it's there's uh, you know so many episodes. So it was just like a lot of it was kind of like the old uh, sixty six Batman, where it's right. Well, another week, you know, thing happens and move on. But there are some like threads. Okay. That weave, weave themselves through, and um, you know, uh, there's actually um, uh, if you go searching online, there's like this list of I think 20 quintessential episodes mm. of Mo- Motu, you know, and if you watch those, it it feels all tied together. But there's a lot in between sure. those episodes that is just filler and making. A TV show for kids, you know. Well, and making a TV show to sell merchandise. I mean, yes. that's definitely. I mean, all the let's face it, all the characters, a lot of them at least, were made just to sell the toys of them. Which, well, yeah, you know, a I'm lot of the cartoons were like that yeah. back then. And mm-hmm. and you know, talking about the seasons and stuff, it's because you know it's different now, obviously, with the way um, production is done. But you know, back when we were watching these cartoons, you know, you'd have every day of the week, you know, there would be one. And of course, you know, they would take weeks or months off and not have anything, but yeah, that's over between 83 and 85. They had 130 episodes. Um, But that's because like you're saying, you know, there's some weeks where you're getting a new one every day, Monday Mm -hmm. through Friday of the week, because you're watching it, you know, when you come home from school or, or whatever. Um, But yeah, a lot of those are like that, you know, where it's like you get all these episodes in a couple of years and it's like, okay, we got the kids attention and now it's time to move on to the next thing. You know, it's like, what's the next hot toy? Well, when it's the next hot toy, it's the same thing with the cartoon. What's the next hot cartoon that's going to sell the next hot toy? Well, but but laws are, and this is because I learned this in in a marketing class because of Smurfs. Smurfs would make the toys and then make the cartoon. Which isn't allowed. You have to be. You have to actually have a product and a you know cartoon, and then you can make the toys. Why that? Why that's a big difference? I don't know, but that's that's the way it was. They made rules because of it because they didn't want people making toys and then making cartoons for some reason. I didn't understand why, but it, I, well, it was made. It was made because they didn't want um, people to you know market to kids that way for, to sell their product. But apparently, going the opposite way was okay. I again, I don't get it myself, but 
rules are rules. <laughs> so the reason I brought up the storyline, though, is that's something I really liked about Revelations is that it was tied mm-hmm. in a continual story versus a one week or, oh, OK, this week we beat Skeletor, this week we beat Merman, this week we beat whoever. Yeah. So yeah. I really I, I, I'll, I, I have to admit, I really enjoyed Revelations. I, I was yeah. shocked how much I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I was shocked. Yeah. I, I thought the storytelling was great. I thought the casting was great. I thought the, um, you know, Sarah Michelle Gellar's Tila was great. And I don't remember there being a story like that in, in the original cartoon. So I think that's what really dragged me in is I wanted to see what happens next. I want to see how these characters interact with each other. Oh, shoot, that's so-and-so's dad. and You know, whatever the case yeah. is. So. Yeah, there's a lot more drama. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't think it got a fair shake, to be honest with you, because I think a lot of the uh, original Motu fans came out um, against it because it was like, oh, you know, you're you're telling this story about He Man, but it's it's you know focused on Tila, and you know that's not what we tuned in for. And it's like, okay, it's it does not even say He Man in the title of the right. show. It says Masters of the Universe Revelation. It doesn't say He Man Masters of the Universe, mm-hmm. and it says Masters, so it's obviously plural that they can be more than one. So it, it's I, I think it was like one of those things things where it was almost doomed before it got started. Because of the negative publicity that was around it for, you know, the wrong reason. Because, um, like I said, I don't think it was warranted at all. You know, the... the look, it's it's, a, it's still a cartoon about fantasy right. and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, it's not like it's going to be winning any Emmys anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like I said, I don't think it got a fair shake because of, you know, the Tila storyline being kind of at the center of it. And T-Man kind of taking a back seat and kind of the B story, if that makes sense. Yeah, they I think, talk a lot about it, though. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they wouldn't. It's like a no. There's a no win situation there um, for for the show because if you call it He Man, people are going to compare it to the original one. Um, if you make a show about another female character that's not like Shira or someone that's known, they're going to be like, "Why didn't you do?" You know, like there's just. Um, I think they did the best that they could with with what it was. And you're right, you nailed it. It's like it's called Masters of the Universe Revelations. It, it doesn't. There's nowhere in the title that says right He Man or you know prince adam and what there's literally nothing there and you know obviously you know how fans are and fandoms are we deal with it just about every single day we yeah. see any sort of announcement that comes out and right. on twitter or wherever people are just like oh, this isn't you know what i was expecting like we don't care what you were expecting like mm-hmm. this is you know this is what the creator this is what kevin smith and his team came up with and this is what they wanted to share in the universe and i think they they did a good job of it i think they, yeah. what they were what they were trying to get across yeah, what's well, like Yelp, right? Like yeah. usually the people that have a problem are loud, mm-hmm. and the people you know that that liked it usually are just like, oh no, I thought it was fine, but they don't go and write scathing right. reviews about it, you know. Yeah. Yep. And it's at the end of the day, vote with your your dollars or your viewership, right? Like mm-hmm. if you really have a problem, but I feel like there were a ton of people I talked to who loved it, thought it was great. Um, I think to the point you were you were saying, Clint, the the story that drove through all of it is probably. Mm-hmm. Because the people, you know, that were going to go watch it, who grew up with it as a kid, you wouldn't have their attention if you didn't have a story thread or something for them to follow along. I, I watched, you know, both parts of that show. I, the day it came out, I just blew through the whole thing, mm-hmm. you know, because I just I was anxious for it and wanted wanted it. I liked the story. Um, I thought it was awesome. Uh, you know, the, like you said, the casting. Uh, I mean, come on, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill was brilliant. Brilliant decision. My my brain is blanking 
The original Skeletor voice actor, though, was Mossman. Uh, oh, that's fun. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't, can't. I, I could have probably told you his name any other time except right now when I needed to. But uh, Oppenheimer, Alan Oppenheimer, I think is his name. Uh, but he was Mossman's voice. Yes. I mean, just that's interesting correct. stuff like that that's in there. Um, you know, even Jason Mewes from, you know, Jane Silent Bob was Stinkor. I mean, so having Kevin Smith had like, you know, calling in friends and stuff. And um, I just, it had me, uh, the nostalgia is a powerful drug. And, and I loved the way they expanded on it. And I didn't mind it being about Tila. And that's, a, you know, to your point about masters of the universe, that's mm-hmm. one of my favorite things about that new Netflix one for kids is it, it's He-Man, it, I think it's actually called He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, it is, but yeah. it's about this group of kids who need each other and it's family and they can make a difference as the masters of the universe. And I'm like, I'm all about that, you know, for my kids, you know, learning to live in community and work together and, you know, not have one centralized star, but everybody's got their value. And I'm like, dude, that's great. And so it makes me sad when people are crapping on that one because I'm like, I actually really like it. Wow, I, I'm looking through the voices now. I did not realize how many people I recognize now that mm, I yeah. you're talking about on the revelation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Method Man's in it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think my favorite is the guy who is in um oh, the Drew Carey show. I can't remember the character's Did name. Did like, Yeah, who does King Rancor? <laughs> he's, yeah. he's this complete goofball. Yeah. <laughs> Henry Rollins is Triclops. Alicia yeah. Silverstone is the Queen, uh, and Justin Long is Roboto. Yeah. Yep. That. Wow. yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of well-known people are, are the voices. Yeah, he definitely called in some favors and got a lot of uh, great uh, Danny Trejo's Ram Man. Yes, to <laughs> do voices. And, and in fact, my one of my favorite storylines of it, and look, I, I, I didn't not like it, but I didn't like super enjoy it either. I mean, I went through the whole thing and watched mm-hmm. it. I was like, oh, okay, I've seen it. Um, but I actually enjoyed... Uh, the Evil Lynn storyline yeah, uh, within within the show. That was kind mm-hmm. of one of my favorites. Obviously, you know, Skeletor and Mark Hamill's voice, he carries a lot of weight and stuff like that. So it was very interesting, you know, when, when him and uh, Lena Headley were, you know, uh, kind of going back and forth, so to speak, in their dialogue and, and in their scenes together. That, that was probably the part I enjoyed the most out of it. Uh, yeah, and that abusive relationship cycle she's in, she can't mm, yes. get out of it. But then when she gets some distance, then she's like a whole nother person and then mm-hmm. gets sucked back. You know, yeah. Yeah. I think it's really relatable probably for some people, even though you're talking about some fantasy show under the under yeah. the layers, it's people, right? And I'd almost say they developed her character and that backstory better than any of the other ones, to be honest. I would, I would agree. I mean, Tila maybe a little more, but that's just because you had more screen time. But her score, yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, they showed, I mean, even when, spoiler alert, by the way, anybody's watching, first of all, if you don't watch this, get on it. It is a very quick watch. There's only 10 yeah. episodes so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, they're not, it's not long. It was very, very easy to breathe through. But yeah. two um, seasons of 10 episodes compared to two seasons of 130 episodes. Right, right. Yeah. Well, it was actually one season of two parts of each being five episodes. Netflix is driving me nuts with all that, by the way. <laughs> I'm, yeah. just, I'm just telling you, well, yeah, it, it is what it is. But my point is, um, you know, they like even the part where she saves Orko at the end, you know, like that, that was something that was development, you know, that was yeah. because of who she is. And, I don't think we got that in the original cartoon ever. It was like, she's evil. Okay, got it. Like, it's nice to see that there's a reason that these people are acting the way they are. I mean, Skeletor's, I think, is going to come up soon. Uh, I don't even know who this other character is. I don't remember at all the, his his mentor. Um, uh, Hordak? Yeah, Hordak. 
yeah. no idea what to expect. And, 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 and to be honest, I think that's a good thing. I think it's making me look forward to this and, and appreciating. I've seen all these toys. I've seen the Funko Pops. I've seen, you know, whatever it is about them. And it's so much fun to see them now connected and see how they interact and see what's important. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was nice to see they're not just blindly following Skeletor. It was nice to see Triclops, you know, fall into what he was doing. And Merman wasn't actually associated with them. And, um, and Beastman was more attached to Evil Inn than Skeletor. You know, stuff like that was very interesting to see and made it, I think, much more entertaining than it could have been. There's a, you know, Merman, uh, a friend of mine actually started a, uh, a petition on one of those like change.org sites or whatever mm-hmm. to make a Merman gurgle again. Because in the old original cartoon in the 80s, when Merman talked, it was all gurgly and like this gurgle voice that was totally corny and campy. But in Revelation, Merman didn't do that. No. (laughs) And so as a joke, he's like started a petition, make Merman gurgle again. And I thought that was just absolutely hilarious. Now I got to go find an episode to see him talk because I want to hear that. But it would make sense since he supposedly, you know, breathes in the water. He has gills. So I, I get it. Yeah, it was too funny. But uh, I, So I do have one complaint about Masters of the Universe. And this kind of goes all the way back to the whole demonic thing that Jason mentioned earlier. I, I dislike how all the humans are always the good guys and the tough guys, while all the monsters mm-hmm. are always the bad guys. And then yeah. they have a few citizens of, of uh, Eternia, which are not like human-like like the rest of them are, but they're just you know it's just characters they don't do anything or exist and that drives me nuts like i would love to see and they did that in revelations where they did work together to get things done but Mm -hmm. um i always hated that it's like the humans are always the good guys like why are the humans always the good guys i mean why why yeah i don't know it's just something i know yeah fantasy monsters have rights too exactly (laughs) you know like i want to see i want to see lockjaw help you know do something good or you know, somebody else do something different versus just always being the bad guy and being harassed by society. And yeah. I guess that's probably where that where that basis came from. But, you know, again, like I said, Revelations at least put some of that aside and let them work together and uh, let, you know, your true colors shine in a sense. Sure. Yeah, so, it's, it's very interesting to see, you know, that um, back to that Netflix Kids one, the uh-huh. first season of it, you know, they go through all this development where all of the... Uh, Skeletor's human, for lack of a better term. Right. Beast Man. Uh, I'm blanking. Trap Jaw, Evil Lynn. They're all people, you know, and as they get darker and more evil and they get in, you know, wrapped up in the havoc magic, that's where they like transform and turn into like Beast Man that looks like a Beast Man. Mm, and Trap mm-hmm. Jaw gets, you know, kind of disfigured and has these mechanical parts. So, it was mm. interesting to see that where it was all, it was more about your choices driving how your life outcome comes, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, but, uh, it's, it's different than like what, the point you're making where it's like, Oh, you were, you were born a fuzzy little guy. You're going to be an evil beast, man. That's your, your life's lot. You know, right. you, you're born into, to henchmanhood. <laughs> right. But, exactly. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I totally see that. But it's, it was interesting in that new, that new show. I'm still fighting for that, that, that one as much as people are crapping on that cgi man, jason I, i'm gonna have to watch it some kids. more you you kind of talked me into it i'm not gonna lie i was kind of <laughs> done but now i kind of because like, you're absolutely right just a few episodes i've seen it definitely i mean evil in is already evil in but the rest of, they don't even call her that they call her something else but. no she changes uh, towards the end of the that first season her yeah. name uh evelyn is her name and then she becomes like evil in right you know? so uh, it's interesting that 
yeah, the, yeah. the development. You could kind of see that, especially Skeletor and the kids, but I didn't even think about it with the other characters. So, all right, good. I, it looks like I, one of those early 2000s Nickelodeon CGI, yes. like Jimmy Neutron mm, type mm, shows. Yeah. Yes, the anim- I don't like the animation for it, and that's maybe a generation thing, but mm. I just do not like that animation, and that's something I, I struggle with. Yeah, and, you know, in the second season, they've got... Uh, they're dealing with stuff that's basically, you know, relations between people relationships mm-hmm. between people because they're from a different place mm-hmm. even within like the the good guys you know because stratos is i'm getting all into this now <laughs> like but you know <laughs> that's why we want john buddy <laughs> well it's like talking about you know to my kids and they're you know realizing like oh they're they don't like him because he's from somewhere else and mm-hmm. then like talking about how that happens today mm-hmm. you know and and how they need to be aware of that and that we're all equal you know we're all people we everyone's got value every you know and teaching them lessons through these like cheese ball and netflix cartoons you know mm-hmm. but it's it's having to have the conversation afterwards sure. you know um and i know not everyone has kids and not everyone's going to relate to it on that same level but i think there's some great value that um if if people you know are, are looking for it some they're trying to teach some lessons to the kids that are watching them at the end of the day, the show's not made for me, right? It's like, so you have all these grown adults who are like, this show sucks. Like Clint. Yeah, yeah Clint. <laughs> Sorry. I said grown adults. Um, oh, um, true, true, kidding, true, true. Ouch, Jason. Like, Jason you know, got like, me on a technicality. Jason's fitting in right at home here. Jeez. Uh, you guys make it so easy. Um, make it feel comfortable. No, um, there you go. You know what I mean? But that's that's part of it, too. It's like right here, all these like, you know, yeah. grown, grown, grown ups being like, this show's horrible. It's like, well, I am kid. The kids I know that have watched it really enjoy it. Right. And, and like that's you who said, the target audience is, right. right? So, uh, anyway. That's interesting. I, 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 I like that. I like that a lot versus, okay, you're the bad guy. Cause you're the bad guy mentality. You know I mean? Skeletor yeah. makes it obvious. So he's, <laughs> but the rest of them. Yeah. I, yeah. I like that. Well, I need to go back. They're, they're even on the nose with it when, you know, the sorceress says to Skelter, you chose this over this. Like, you had an mm-hmm. option, you know? And it's like, oh, okay, good. I like that, that they're saying, you know, you, you, you're you not resigned to it. And then he even has chances his chances to come back from mm-hmm. the bad choice. And then he's like, no, more of this, you know? <laughs> so I, I feel like it's it's good for kids, you know, to yeah. realize your choices have consequences, you know? Absolutely. Uh, well, and, and like, and uh, the cause and effect is is a really neat idea to illustrate mm-hmm. what could happen and why it's important to pay attention to that. Yeah. I, I have no argument with that. Yeah. Um, I'm curious. Is there, and this could be anything. Is there a character in Revelations, the new one, even in the old one, that you haven't seen that you would like to see before? I, I'm I'm trying to think. I I cannot recall. Is it Mantis, the guy whose eyes pop out of his head? Um, oh. Gosh, I can't think of his name. He's red. His face is red. Yeah, he's got yeah, the ears. Yeah. yeah, I can't think. Or of maybe he's a bat. I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen him in an episode, so I'm excited to see him. Hopefully, show up in Revelations yeah. or show up somewhere. I need to go um, back and and pause on some of the screens where they have that gigantic battle, and there's mm-hmm. just like every. It's like in uh, Endgame, you know, mm-hmm. Avengers. Yeah. Where there's like everybody, even Howard the Duck, like walks through this, right. you know, <laughs> uh, in the scene. Uh, so yeah, there's there's tons and tons of characters in there. Cause they never even talked about like the, the, uh, uh, the Busby people or they didn't yeah. talk about who else was there. And yeah, good point. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot they could do to extend and send it, but I, I haven't heard if they're going to do another season yet. I know they left it really open. They have to. <laughs> I, yeah. I think they have to. 
I would hope they do, but uh, yeah, it'd be interesting because if Hordak's coming in, then they're going to probably introduce Shira into it because that's that's the whole other side. And see, that's something I I have no familiarity with. Is the sh- I never recall ever seeing the Shira show. I know she's Adam's twin sister, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm interested. I'd really like to see more about that, especially because I, I in my head had the whole time thinking Tila was going to be Shiro because again I don't have any experience with it, so, <laughs> and I knew that I I I was like is that kind of how that works go. It was it was mind it was opening to me. It was very interesting. It, it's such mm-hmm. an interesting dynamic now. You know what I mean? So in the 80s it made a lot more sense because I feel like a lot of a lot of children's programming was fantasy driven or at least not nearly as realistic as it is today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's real interesting to have that. And I, I really, it captured my attention to actually follow a story versus, um, just seeing again, like bad guy, good guy kind of thing. So I, I, it, it caught my attention. So I really wanted to learn more about it. And I did, I Googled things afterwards and, uh, it really, really made me think. So I really, I really like that idea. And I like a show that does that. And I hope the yeah. kids do too. Yeah. But I mean, they had to do that. Right. Or else, mm-hmm. cause I think while well, we were talking about it a little while ago, they wouldn't, it didn't matter when we were all kids. Right. There was no continuity. It didn't make sense. It was just smash them up, <laughs> fanciful, yeah. something to see. But now you, they now they have this. They got serious about the writing, and mm-hmm. they made a story. And there was character development, like you're talking about Eva Lynn's character. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, which it, I'm thankful for. <laughs> yeah, it made it made a lot of sense to do it that way. It because they were all those people have grown up, right? And hopefully, their tastes and and what they're watching have. They want story and mm-hmm. yeah. Well, kids are more sophisticated too. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like definitely your kids, my kids would not put up with the same stuff we put up with. So um, <laughs> oh, Joey can speak don't. to that. I'm sure too about, about his kids and what they'd watch versus what he would watch. Am I right? Yeah. But even watching like, I've mentioned this before. The, the only toy line I kept from when I was a kid was the Ninja Turtle toy line. And I gave mm-hmm. that to my son when he was about that age. So, you know, um, before middle school age so you're talking about you know 9 10 11 something like that and mm-hmm. tried watching the cartoons with him and he didn't even seem you know very interested in in that but you know he would watch spongebob so you know i don't know <laughs> if we can really base much on his uh judgment of cartoons besides like the first four episodes of turtles they were very let's beat him up and every you know like a new character would just show up there wouldn't mm-hmm. be no explanation or any development when they yeah, even, even like casey jones or yeah Again, that's mm-hmm. who you're appealing to at that right. time. You're appealing right. to, you know, that age range that's got a very short attention span and they don't need this overarching story that lasts, you know, multiple episodes or even multiple seasons. But, you know, this this whole thing with the reboots now that we're seeing with with our kids from ones that we originally saw when we were kids, that's new, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean, when we were kids, it's not like they were, you know, rebooting Howdy Doody from our parents. <laughs> <laughs> um, and having us, you know, watch that with with them and stuff like that. Good point. And, oh, the Lone Ranger's being rebooted, uh, Joey. You want to come watch that with me? I remember watching that and listening to it on the radio when I was a kid. You know, right? It's, right. it's a total different uh, different way of doing things now. You know, that's so it's interesting. Like, and you're trying to pick up on both, right? Because for viewership, you definitely want to have those adults watching along with you know the kids too, and because it's going to be the adults that are like, oh, I remember having those toys, and we go buy you some type of thing so mm-hmm. you know there's there's a lot of marketing at play still on those things oh yeah but there's a lot more to consider you know it's the whole you know star wars clone wars thing you know when it first came mm-hmm. out it was definitely geared 
to kids trying to appeal to them for Star Wars. And so it was just one episode and done with the storylines. And then by season two or three, they figured out, oh, hey, the demographics are skewed towards that older group that grew up on Star Wars. So now we're going to kind of retcon and we're going to, things are going to be really out of order, but we're going to get it back in order eventually. And so it's it's just who the audience is. And I think for the revelations, for sure, it's, it's the older audience and it's yeah. going to appeal to the new audience at the same time. Totally agree. Totally yeah. agree. It's interesting. You... All this. Go ahead, Nate. No, no, it's just, just making fun of Clint. Oh well, no! Please <laughs> then, go ahead. No. He can do yeah. that at any time. But you can go ahead, Jason. Yeah, He'll get back yeah. to that eventually. I promise. You know, we're talking about you know the stuff being regurgitated and and uh, you know we have Disney Plus and I know that's not what we're talking about here. But no, but that movie che- Cheaper by the Dozen oh, just came God. on Disney Plus. Yeah, with Zach Braff and uh, Gabrielle Union. That's the mm-hmm. third iteration of that movie. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I'm wondering when we're going to, you know, how long is, you know, when, what generation is going to get the next version of Motu or whatever it is? You know what I mean? Like yeah. as that stuff keeps going and going. Well, they do that for the turtles. That's, that's why you've got four or five different yeah. iterations is yeah. because yeah. once that group that started off as like seven year olds all into mm-hmm. it, four, they're 14 now. So it's like, okay, now we've got to go back and try to appeal to the next group that's seven years old now. So we're going to kind of redo things a little bit. Yeah. And now we're going to have a new series of toy line. Um, that, I mean, that's, that's something that they do on purpose there. Uh, that's, that's been discussed before uh, on here. And, and that's even mm. mentioned in some of the, I don't, the toys that made us documentary on Netflix. Yeah. They talk about the executives talk about how that's something that's done on purpose. So, and this is not the first reboot of Motu. I mean, it's happened yeah, a couple of times. They already had the She-Ra. Clint was talking about that. That was done a couple of years ago. And I think that was like maybe the second reboot of it. So You're it's right. Just, yep. It's just a constant thing, just appealing to the next generation. And is this something that basic story, when you get to the root of it, this fantasy story of this bulked up dude with a <laughs> with a tiger that's scary but then he's not and this little wizard friend and all this other yeah. stuff is that going to be appealing to that next generation and and that's all the question is and if it is great they're going to roll with it and if it's not okay we're going to go on to something else and reboot it because we yeah. can't do anything original apparently yeah because i mean to yeah to your point there's you know the he-man shira then there's like the new adventures of he-man that was like in the nineties. And then there's that other He-Man in like what, 2001 or two. Yeah. It was early 2000s. Yeah. yeah. So there's, yeah, that's true. So have they, they have int- regurgitated it a little bit. Have they been re have they introduced new characters in Motu anytime recently, or has it always been the same? At least I know the core has been the same, but at least. Well, the, that any- character that's traveling around with Tila is new from what I understand. I don't think okay. she's been in any other of the iterations. Jason, do you know if she's been in with, anything? Uh, with that's with Tila? The, yeah. uh, yes. What's her uh, name? Uh, so I have to go look at it. Our, um, uh, and, Andra? Andra. Yes, Andra. Andra. She's Andra. new. Yeah, she's a new character. Okay. And I just absolutely love that people were just freaking out that there was going <laughs> to be a relationship between her and Tila. I'm like, who mm-hmm. cares? why it works yeah 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 i mean whatever but um yeah she's a new character pretty much everyone else that i can think of was i mean i had never really seen like when they went to uh basically you know they died Mm -hmm. right you know a lot of those characters i hadn't really don't remember seeing like king grayskull and like all those characters there right um and then like they devolved he-man into like 
primate he-man that was pretty cool actually it was really neat yeah and i know with the toys they're they're doing like a viking he-man and like a viking Mm, skeletor and you know so there's different (laughs) branches off of things but sure um, sure which i don't know if you guys seen and i'm excited about that they're doing like a is it 40th anniversary he-man that looks like the original he-man like an character. animated show oh okay but with the articulation these 30 points of articulation Jesus. from these new figures so it's going to awesome. be like this is i do his eyelids work or what he <laughs> <laughs> farts um <laughs> the sphincter opens and closes. the new the, the new stinkor is uh, <laughs> yeah. sorry anyway 30 yeah. points of articulation no it's it's yeah anyway uh, that was a total tangent but i i think a lot of the the bulk of the characters have just been the same that's interesting you know um yeah but i'm i'm here for it i'm here for it too and i, I mean that's cool I, I wasn't i wasn't trying to bash anything i was just curious no, if they had changed it or not or not uh, i just because i know like ninja turtles have had numerous new villains in the yeah. different renditions mm-hmm. of it you know mm-hmm. i don't yeah. i couldn't tell you who any of them are that's the point that's why i'm curious if they stuck to the primary base and not expanded and like i said there's characters from our childhood i still want to see out there yeah but huh well, and it's, you know, then you have someone like Kevin Smith doing a lot of the, you know, the writing and you know, leading the story. And there's a team of writers, but, you know, taking things that were ridiculous when we were a kid, like Fisto with the giant metal fist. <laughs> but in right. like Revelations, he, there's a line where he says, I'd like to fist him or something yeah. like that. But, <laughs> you know, it's, that's total Kevin Smith. Uh, yes, and, I remember that. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> so that just happened. In the show, but uh well and know. that goes back to even joey's point about adults and being something for the adults i mean that show especially but absolutely and i i'm glad i i thought that and i was like maybe it wasn't supposed to be that or i misheard it but i said it's kevin smith of course it was yeah 100 yeah 100 well that's another thing this one does i don't remember any of the other ones doing is it's, it's dealt with death you know and mm-hmm. in quite a big way i mean the first one in revelations is he-man and skeletor i mean he's quotes dying and yeah. then um you know, and, and then going on, we see Orko dies and, and everybody in whatever you want to call it, Heaven Place gets killed. And, um, you know, yeah. then they have the Army of the Dead and whatever. But that, that's something that is, is, it kind of surprised me because, like I said, in the 80s, it was, you know, just one story done. And, yeah, they were in trouble, but no one ever really got hurt. Yeah, you can't yeah. kill off a character because it's not even going to carry over. They'll just be like, oh, they're back next week. Right. <laughs> it's, it's like South Park and Kenny. Yes, exactly. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, I thought that was a, a very adult thing to do. And I, I, I will admit I was a little bummed that Orko got to come back because I, I, I'm one of those people that's like, oh, that's sad. That sucked. I was sorry he died. But mm-hmm. once you're dead, you're dead <laughs> kind yeah. of thing. You know what I mean? So, but I get it. It's, it's also, we're also talking about a human skeleton or skeleton fighting a bulked out roid guy who uses the power <laughs> of a castle to get his roid. So, you know, whatever you want to yeah. say here. Well, then, uh, you know, speaking of the storytelling, like, um, you know, and, and some of that dealing with death and then like abusive relationship mm-hmm. stuff with evil in. But then when uh, Roboto, his like basic death scene, you know, mm-hmm. like he's dying. I'm like, I'm like, I'm feeling something like I'm, right? I'm getting choked <laughs> up. <laughs> you know, I'm upset. Yeah. And uh, it was just there's a lot of moments like that. I feel in the show or like, mm-hmm. you know, Tila's relationship with with. Man at arms, you know Duncan, and mm-hmm. you know just a lot of depth, like you, that you were saying, like in the kids in the '80s show, there was nothing. It was, it was as surface as surface can be, right? 
the right. storytelling was just with a little PSA at the end. Yeah. Which has turned into all those wonderful memes with yes. Skeletor just like saying stuff and then until next time. And like, like, yeah. you, you, know? you never actually stop clapping, just the duration between, does it? See you next time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just love I love those. I, I do too. Well, and that's that's another thing I missed is Skeletor barely called anybody a boob in this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That used to be his his deal. You boob, you know, kind yeah. of thing. But I mean Well the other night, um, just with this coming up and stuff, I'm like, I'm going to throw on the very first episode of He-Man and see if I can get my kids into it uh, again, try again, you know? And right. just the way he, like, starts summoning everyone from all around <laughs> the realms is just the, so corny and goofy and over the top. And I'm just like, yeah, I can't blame my kids for not wanting to watch <laughs> A lot of our... Um shows from our childhood that are near and dear to our hearts don't really hold up very well no, no, no. over time we've had that discussion yeah. multiple times too that's why you don't go back and watch me just for i i learned that with x-men i should never yeah. gone back i should have just enjoyed that it was and... that was rough that was that was a mistake thanks Maybe. a lot disney plus yeah. for ruining they're my childhood that though, right? they're like What's rebooting that, that. they're rebooting yes. that yes. Yeah. Like continu- continuation yes that's going to be interesting. Oh, 97, excuse me, not 98. Let's see how that goes. Like, I'm going to be yes. curious to see how that goes. We all are. We're all very curious to see how it goes because it could either be really good or really bad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't no think they'll allow anything on to that same low level of writing because I think that was part of the problem is the writing yeah. just wasn't really there. No. Mm-hmm. Well, if, they, like, if they've learned anything from our response just here today with one show – Mm. absolutely they, they they know better and i i don't know if marvel's still tied to it marvel studios specifically but the point is you know these are evolving and, and they're rebooting stuff but at least it's evolving and and becoming better and being associated and like i said i really enjoyed this this i, I really enjoyed revelations yeah. um i i kind of wish i would have watched the kids one first and then gone back and watched revelations just because it's so good but um it's it's very nice and got me more and it's excited about motu and now when i see somebody release a new figure i'm like oh yeah or, oh yeah, yeah i remember how that and, oh yeah i know that character now versus <laughs> versus yeah. a crab's cool <laughs> you know <laughs> do you think that's some of why like so this revelation you know it's very few episodes mm-hmm. whereas like the original one like we were saying you know some of the episodes <laughs> in two seasons because the quality of writing they have to rein it in and spend time cultivating the story as opposed to just throw everything against the wall you know see what's even if it doesn't stick still scoop it up and ship it out you know right. like, try again almost the stories yeah. they yeah. could just throw out stories you know I, just, I, just I, write I, something that makes somewhat cohesive sense maybe. right i think it, i think there's definitely at least some part of that is absolutely true um i because I, I mean obviously kevin smith is a big fan of this like he wouldn't have taken mm-hmm. on this project if he wasn't but he also knew the flaws with it and he wants to make it better. And I appreciate that immensely. So I absolutely think the writing and I mean, the animation isn't bad either. It's not cheesy animation. It's oh, not like the animation great. from the eighties. Like I was thinking of the Ninja Turtles when the wrong color bandana turtle would be talking and um, stuff like that happens all the time. They they're, yeah. they're crossing their T's and dotting their lowercase J's here. And I'm okay with it. Maybe. Good things are worth waiting for. Yeah. It's, it's great. I'm I a think, fan. Yeah. I'm a fan. Sure. I, I now need to get a bear tour. Or a beast bear because I don't have any Motu figures because I didn't care before I watched this and I'm like shit. Thanks yeah, for making yeah. me some more money. But now Clint cares. <laughs> That's right. If you guys haven't seen, do you still have Prince Jason of uh from uh Decon? Yeah, I still have some that are not the... up online. Or no, no, least, no. Yeah, but um, I have some in the garage. Might have to might and, have to talk uh, you into one of those because those were really cool. 
thanks, man. It's uh, it's bear, it's Bellator and and uh, and he bear fighting, and yeah, fighting. it's it's pretty cool. It was a fun just to do uh, exclusive for Decon and. Yeah, those are the three figures I've done so far. It's He Bear, Beast Bear, and Bear Latour. Have you thought about doing another one? Uh, I'm actually working right now. They're doing three more. Three more new characters. Yeah, Ooh. three more minis. Uh, I won't. I won't thank you. I won't, I won't beg beg you too much to tell us, but because you would have told us already. But I'm interested. Oh no, I, I'm, I'm gonna do uh, Evelyn and Tila, and then I'm stuck on the third one. It might be like Man at Arms or or somebody, you know. But those. Arms would be cool. Those, yeah, because I didn't do. I did three guys last time. You know, two two evil, one good. So this time I might do, you know, two two good and one evil. So we'll see how it plays out. Hmm. But let's do some more. I'm always trying to do something, something new. And I had kind of left those alone, being like, okay, I I beat that horse to death. But <laughs> people keep asking for more. You uh, could do boss man, and you could have a flocked one. There you go, flocked. That'd be so in the cartoon. Beastman and this is something I actually wanted to ask. Beastman and Mossman were basically the same guy, just different colors, right? I mean, they look uh, not to, to me. They look no? different. Okay, because that's Beastman the impression had all I got. that armor and the spikes on his armor and all that. Mossman was just like a. I guess I have to go look him up now to see well, compare them side by side. Well, that's the reason I asked because Beastman in Revelations was basically a badass. I'm sorry that you know he wasn't on very much, but he was yeah. pretty cool and. I always had, I don't know, maybe it's the Funko Pop figures. I always pictured they were just the exact same, you know, and that's how animation was in the 80s. We just colored them differently and called it good. So, yeah, I mean, that could be true. My brain might be filling in, uh, filling stuff in in a different way. I, I, I did, in all defense, I didn't look it up either. <laughs> so, I can't say anything. But my, you know, and then, yeah, I guess the base figure is probably the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then they flocked it and didn't put armor on it. So you're right. And, but I, I don't know. If I like that it wasn't that way. Like none of the characters were just facsimile. Except even Faker was different in the in this cartoon. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he was he was done differently, which is cool. He was only on part a little bit, but he was cool. Yeah, I love the Revelation figure set. It was like a deluxe set where you got multiple heads and different things to swap out with the mm-hmm. different robot face and the He Man looking face, but his eyes were red uh you know That's so you cool. can tell but yeah they really like them all the characters uh in the in the new one uh even the triclops you know how he became in revelation like a fanatic like uh yeah, like zealot. a zealot yeah yeah mm-hmm. they have you have the triclops figure from how he looks earlier in the show and they also have like the robes and the gear and that stuff to put on him to make him look like the zealot version oh that's cool yeah it, it's fun they've really done, gone to some awesome lengths with these new figures yeah, they did a good they did a good job with these ones with their uh just the details and all the details yeah. that they included on it they made it really yeah they did a really good job with these ones i know we're getting close to time but i wanted to make sure i mentioned this this is how much i knew about or remembered about he-man going in or master of the universe going in i thought castle grayskull was part of snake mountain uh. <laughs> so- it's just the backside. You walk around yeah, the I, yeah, yes. I, I, I just thought they were the same. Like I thought that was just how you got into Snake Mountain was Great Castle Grayskull. So I really don't remember the '80s cartoon at all. So I'm really yeah, glad yeah. I was able to watch this because <laughs> I yeah. felt like in the first ten minutes of that that very first episode, I'm like, well, I'm an idiot. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm dumb. Just, you're more mature. I know I wasn't. That was a problem. I didn't. I, didn't <laughs> if I was on Jeopardy. I couldn't have answered any of those questions about it because I would have been, like, "What's Castle Grayskull?" And I'm like. Interest of Snake Mountain. They're like, no, dumbass. You know. 
It's the moat. You swim it's through the, the moat. That's yeah, right. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it, 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 it's funny because I thought that because, of course, it's a skull, but yeah. it's actually hidden for something else and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. I remember um, thinking it was so interesting that Castle Grayskull was like the good guys, but it was this big skull. Mm -hmm, like, right. You know, just felt like that's not where the good guys live. That's, yeah. Anyway. That's I agree. probably but... part of why it all got thrown away. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, bummer. Well, at least we have here, at least we have podcasts like this to reminisce. Oh so. yeah. It's shared true. memories, shared, <laughs> shared pain of, of the old toys. And yes. At least we know we're not toys. alone. Yeah. I've <sighs> heard that story so many times. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's going to be so many more and, Hopefully we learn because at some point our kids are going to, and I, Joey might be even farther along with us. Our kids are going to have so much crap. We're going to be like, well, we need to donate. And we're like, wait a minute. Take us to think about this. Is anything going to be one that want to keep? <laughs> exactly. Collect yeah. your items, whatever the case is. So uh, at least yeah. we can learn from that experience, right? Exactly. So any other final thoughts before we wrap this all up? No, no is a fine answer. <laughs> We've talked give, about no. give, give the CGI one another chance. I, I'm going to. I have my backlog. Quit adding to my backlog. I don't need that right now. You know what I mean? I finally saw Turning Red the other day. And I've been meaning to watch that for weeks. So yeah, I still have to watch that. Heard it was good. It, it was, was good. decent. It was it, it, got, it, it got really hyped up. I think so. Go in with a little bit lower expectations. Ah, uh, okay. My thought. But anyway, cool. Well, Nate, well, wrap us up. Yeah. Um, thank you, Jason, for hanging sure. out with us today. Oh, um, to. Before we started recording. Um, we found out that it is Barely's fourth birthday coming up this week, right? So not Jason's, as not Jason's, thought. yeah, because because Clint's an idiot. But uh, it's Barely Toys uh, is there. It's their birthday, this fourth yeah. birthday coming up this week. That's so cool, yeah. So Jason, go you, first. Yeah, go for it. Let us let us know what you what you're up to. If you got anything coming up, and and yeah, just give us a breakdown of, of yeah. what you do. Yeah, yeah. just. Uh, you know, my, my company's barely available, and I have the privilege of partnering with Bimtoy to do some toy releases. And I do a lot of uh, resin cast stuff on my own uh, art. I stream every week on Twitch uh, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash barely available. Mm -hmm. Right now, I'm super pumped. I'll, I'll share this because it happens to be sitting at my desk. Um, mm. One of my other uh, figures I've been doing for a while are these little called kaiju mame Ooh. and these are this is the master for the four inch resins that i've been casting now for probably a little over a year mm -hmm. but this week i got the proof in for the six inch vinyl so i'm gonna oh, start okay. doing some six inch vinyl uh figures of these which i'm really nice. excited about That's by the way that, that one's name is bubbles and i'm proud yeah. of that because that was for me yeah <laughs> name that guy and uh and so I'm, I'm excited about those but yeah just follow me on instagram barely available twitter and uh say hi on twitch please and, and again yeah. congrats. And, and we will be streaming this thursday i don't know if i ever got that answer out of you because of wondercon um, happening the same yeah time, basically. i probably won't be streaming this thursday because okay. we're going to wondercon but uh who knows i might jump on for a few minutes uh awesome and say hey but uh probably not awesome but, but if you are at wondercon yeah, yeah. say hello i'll be at wondercon come say hi um but yeah it's there it's, we have a blast thursday nights talking uh, talking motu we talk toys and then jason jason tries to get some artwork done but we keep interrupting him so he doesn't really get much done but it's a good um, time. it is it's a good time so please please come join us and again follow his instagram to see what he's up to and, and the kaiju mames are coming along great uh okay. he's been doing a lot of custom shows too um 
you have your new custom piece, and I've drawn the blank on what the one the you platform just showed. was the Ninjito. Ninjito, uh, they, thank you. They did a show hosted by Plastic Empire this weekend. There's still some pieces up for sale. I was fortunate enough, my, my piece sold, but some really, really great artwork from wow. very talented artists. I, I'm not surprised your piece sold because it was, it was really cool. The smile Thanks, and then man. the mask was just wonderful. So well, well done, it. sir. Thanks, um, yeah, make sure you're following Jason. And uh, Jason, you need to come play with us on some Tuesday night Twitch streams sometimes, some Nintendo yeah, Switch. We need to get back to doing that, man. It was you fun do. when we did that. Get through, get through your Zelda game. I see you playing when we're playing that, so I kind of can't blame you. But yes, <laughs> uh, just to beat Nate to it, Tuesday night, I think we're going to play Super Mario 3D World. We literally have two levels to get through, and I have a feeling in the hour and a half we play, we will not get through either one, but we're going <laughs> to try because they're the very last two. That's of the just game. how it goes, so, though. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and there's three people throwing each other around more than anything else. So it's pandemonium and it's hilarious. So come join us. That's awesome. I'll have to do that. Yes. Yeah, so and we, we still need a fourth to join us because our fourth hasn't been playing lately. So, I mean, you know, someone else come show us how it's done. You will not hurt my feelings. Or you could hurt his feelings. You could. Maybe maybe that's more incentive for you to come. If you come, you might hurt my oh, feelings. Okay. Yeah. Now there's a line. <laughs> now you've got a reason to show up. Yeah. There you go. There's some motivation. <laughs> awesome. All right. What else, Nate? Um, yeah, that's really it. Um, make sure you're following us on Twitch and Instagram, the underscore dorksman. Um, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you're following Jason. Uh, if you're at WonderCon, obviously make sure to, to uh, go check him out and go say hi. I don't think he's got. He's, you, don't, you don't have a booth there. You're just gonna be wandering around. I'm just gonna be wandering yourself. around. Yeah, yeah. Probably that's that's got to be different, right? Because normally you're like you know stuck in a booth trying to be yeah. like yeah. So that'll be fun yeah. for you. I'll probably do some uh, watch if you're there uh, and you follow me on Instagram. I'm probably gonna do some just random drops like behind a bush or somewhere. Mm. You know? So Ooh. keep your eyes out for free stuff. <laughs> bush. You drop it behind a bush. Go find this bush. <laughs> So, go find this random toys. Yeah. It's got to be a fisting awesome. joke in there somewhere, right? <laughs> Probably. Uh, anyways, thank you for tuning in this week. Um, we appreciate you guys um, hanging out. Uh, thank you again, Jason, for taking the time today. Anytime. We do love having you on. We'll definitely be in touch, have you on for something else. We, anything you're interested in to talk about, um, we'll uh, we'll get you back in here. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Happy to awesome. do it. Anything else, Clint, Joey? Nope. Nope. That's good. All right. Well, thank you again for tuning in. Uh, That's my secret. I'm always angry. Skeletor will return next week with more disturbing facts. (laughs) Word, homies. Barely had a good time. Just barely. This has been a Cross the Streams Media Podcast.